welcome to the Bridget Patton Show. My wish is for you to leave each episode feeling more grounded within yourself and more empowered to choose a life that feels like freedom and fulfillment for you. I'm here to help you to reconnect with your inner guidance and your sovereignty through my own experiences and conversations with other soul and heart-led human beings. I am so happy that you are here. Let's take a deep breath in and out while you remember that you are exactly where you are meant to be. Welcome back to another episode of the Bridget Patton Show. Today I am doing a little bit of a quick buy episode here and I wanted to share five secrets or five practices that I share with my private one-on-one clients. So you're getting a little bit of an insight into some of the tools I share with them, some of the practices I share with them and what we move through when we are within that container when they have invested their time energy money into me and my magic this is a little snippet of what what they receive and i've i've been doing some brainstorming before sitting down with my microphone and ultimately i wanted to share five things with you that are really easy for you to implement that you can pop into your toolkit, into your medicine bag, pull them out whenever you need them. And they will be some beautiful grounding foundations for you to really step into this magical version of your life, whatever that might mean to you. So number one, I have put down prioritizing you, prioritizing yourself. Now that's a very big and broad topic subject can be taken a lot of different ways. So I wanted to zoom in to one thing that you can be doing to prioritize yourself. And that is to create a soul list is what I've called it for quite some time now. And a soul list is a list of all of the things that really freaking light you up. They can be big, they can be small, but the things that you find really nourish you, that fill your cup back up if it's feeling a little bit depleted, the things that nurture you, that support you, things just, just for you, just for you, that will leave you feeling really fulfilled, in alignment, full of love, expansive, So some examples of what you can pop on your soul list might be something as simple as having a hot cup of tea outside in the sunshine, phone away, technology away, no distractions, and just really flipping, enjoying it. It might be having a beautiful intentional bath where you light candles and you set up the space and you have rose petals and oils making it that little bit extra making it a really magical experience so that you receive so much more from it than if you were just like okay I'm gonna have a bath run the water plonk in and then jump out It could be having a catch up with a girlfriend if that is something that really fills your soul and feeds your soul. It might be having a little time and space with a cacao 
and your journal and a meditation, like a wee mini cacao ceremony at home might be on your soul list. I would love for you, if you haven't already, to use that as one of your tools to go away from this podcast episode, tune in and write between 10 and 20 things on your soul list. Kind of two ways you can approach it. You can approach it in the way where you create intentional space each week, whether it's 30 minutes, an hour, half a day, and you know that that is time for you. And you've carved it out, it's in your schedule, your partner knows, your kids know, your flatmates know, whoever it is, that that is time for you. And that is when you can pull your soul list out and be like, cool, okay, feeling into it, intuition, what would feel really good for me today from this list. So you can be, I guess, proactive and have that space created for you to nourish and nurture your soul and prioritize yourself. Or on the other side, and no side's right or wrong, we all get to choose how we live our life. But I would say it's more of a reactive approach, more of the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff approach where you know, you get to that point and you're like far out. <sighs> I just need something for me. What can I have for me? And that's when you can pull out your, your soul list and be like, oh yes, an intentional bath full of all the good stuff with the candles and the smells and the textures and, and really making it an experience. So that's number one, prioritizing yourself with your soul list. If you do write yourself a soul list after listening to this, I would love for you to share it with me. You can share it on Instagram, tag me in your stories or send me a photo, send me an email. Let me know how it goes. Also, side note, I'm so excited to finally be able to put having a bath on my soul list because we move next week and we have a freaking bath and I'm pumped. I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped. That's a tongue twister. I'm pumped. All right, let's go into number two. One big big, big, big energy I work with is clarity. When we have clarity on the things that we are wanting to experience, the energy we're wishing to embody, the vision we're wishing to bring to life, that is when we can take really aligned action steps to bring it to life because we know exactly what it is we are moving into, what we're journeying towards. And as well as that, you have this beautiful support from the universe. When you get clear, the universe gets clear and listens. So the practice that I'm sharing with you for number two, with that energy of clarity, is setting monthly intentions. Setting monthly intentions and taking time, which I'm so excited to do because we head into July tomorrow, for me when I'm recording this, is sit down and get really freaking clear on Okay, what am I wanting to feel this month? Are there any milestones that I'm wanting to reach? What are my intentions around my practices, around my health, around my friendships? So the main topics that I set intentions around, and I actually use the beautiful Magic of Eye Astrological Planner for 2021. I don't know if they have any left. I feel like they might be sold out, but I'll pop them in the show notes too. So the eight areas of life that I set intentions around each month and I set my vision around at the start of the year have come from this beautiful journal. You may like to write each one of these down if you are choosing to 
begin setting monthly intentions after listening to this. So the first area is spiritual, and that is all about expansion, soul, and being. The next one is mental. That is all about mental health, my mind, learning, and tuning into wisdom. Third area is work. So for me, that's my business, my contribution, my service. Number four is love. And that's actually been a massive one that's been activated for me and absolutely amplified recently, but I'll save that for another day. Family, relationships, connection. The next area is money. So financial wealth, income goals. The one after that is social. That connection comes in again, community and fun. And physical, so physical health, so important. I feel like sometimes we leave the physical human health behind when we get into the inner work. We forget how important it is to look after a human vessel. So physical health, fitness, well-being. And the final area of life that I love to set intentions around, especially at the start of the year, is inspiration. So that includes like creativity, adventure, and travel. So that will give you a really beautiful outline of where you can start and some ideas. I'm sure if you sit down, create a beautiful space, put some music on, some essential oils and really tune in, some intentions might even might even come through. And make it really simple. Make it really simple. Don't overthink it. Don't add too many to your plate. But get really clear, take the time to get clear on what it is you're calling in, where you're wanting to focus your intention, your energy, your time on throughout the month. And as well as all of that, it is so beautiful to set these and take time to set these because they support you energetically. Yes, they're very tangible. You can see them. You can take action steps towards bringing them to life. But energetically, they anchor you. They anchor you into this timeline of your life. They support to ground your energy and it allows you to feel really supported and safe throughout the month. If you even just feel into this now quickly, going through a month and just letting time pass you by, you're not really sure about where you're focusing your energy, where you're directing your energy. There is no clarity around what you're doing. You're kind of just going through the motions, going through day to day, and then all of a sudden, it's the new month, it's the next month, and you not necessarily haven't achieved anything, but you haven't been very intentional with your time versus having these monthly intentions, supporting you, anchoring you. It's very clear what you're calling in. It's very clear what you're working towards. It feels very expansive, abundant, and very aligned. So that was number two. Let me know if you set some monthly intentions for July. Number three is journaling. Again, very broad subject. So I wanted to just bring in one practice that you can use to support creating and living and experiencing your version of a magical life. And that is the choosing journaling or I am choosing. I am choosing journaling. Let's call it that. So this is a very simple tool you can use and I use it most mornings. I use it especially if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if my energy isn't feeling centered, if my mind's a bit busy, I will always finish with this. And it's really simple. And if you've been following me for a while, if you have been immersed in my work and my words and my energy online, then you'll know that I am all about you get to choose. 
And this is a beautiful practice you can begin your day with or whenever you need it really, pop it into your toolkit as I mentioned. And it is simply writing out, I am choosing and finishing the sentence. So for example, actually let me get my journal because I did this this morning. So straight from my journaling, this is a great example of what you can write and what you can choose and what you can declare. I am choosing presence. I am choosing fluidity. I am choosing to lean into the masculine supporting me. I am choosing clarity and clear energy. I am choosing to ground myself with Mother Earth. I am choosing to meet my edge but not burn out. I am choosing to fuel my body with nutrients that feel so good on the inside so I can thrive. I am choosing love, the deepest love to give to those I exchange energy with. I choose ease, I choose grace, and so it is. It can be that that simple, and it can be even more simple, but can it be even more basic than that? It could be, I choose happiness, I choose joy, I choose an expansive energy today. Pop it in your toolkit, try it out tomorrow morning, let me know how it goes, you'll be very, very surprised how powerful it is and how quickly intentionally choosing again, how quickly your energy shifts. Okay. Number four is future you. So future you is the highest version of yourself, your highest self, your goddess self, whoever you want to call it, however you want to label it. I've written down future you today. And again, very broad. So I'll come back to one practice. I love to always connect in with my future self, my higher self. Okay, how would my higher self show up in this situation? But one little tool that we sometimes miss or a level of awareness that we sometimes miss when we're focusing on future us, we forget to think about this old version of ourselves that is still lingering. Because as we transform and grow and shift, it's not like we are one person and have one set of habits and beliefs and stories and energy and then bam, we're this new person and none of that comes with us. It is. It takes time. It takes practice. And when we are leveling up into a new version of ourselves, or be connecting in with our higher self or we've created a new vision we're striving towards, Absolutely, we can begin embodying this future version of ourselves straight away. But it's really important to be mindful of where our old self is lingering. And that might be looking at old habits that are coming up that your old self is still holding on to. So for example, that might be, you know, some some level or form of self-sabotage. It might be something as simple as staying up late, scrolling on your phone. Would the highest self version of me be doing that? Turning in, no. Okay, so it's my old self lingering. And being really aware of that. Because what happens when we move into a future you? We can hit our upper limit. And there's a beautiful book by Gay Hendricks called The Big Leap. Highly recommend. And he speaks about, you know, we get to this point in our life or in many areas of our life and it feels too good to be true. So subconsciously we end up sabotaging it because it doesn't feel comfortable it doesn't feel safe it's this whole new level of fulfillment and experience of everyday magic and our old self doesn't feel safe and comfortable in it so that self-sabotage comes through and 
when you have that awareness and you can focus on your future self and how your future self shows up and really embody that, but also be really mindful and aware of any old lingering habits and patterns, and then making a conscious choice and decision to change them. So for example, the the one I shared before was, you know, scrolling late on your phone. Tune into that. Is this serving me? Is this a habit that supports this future version of myself in my life? No? Okay, so it's an old lingering habit. I can see that showing up. And this is the approach I'm going to take. So that might be setting a phone boundary. That might be creating a really beautiful evening routine that lights you up, is so nourishing that you really enjoy switching off your phone or charging it in a different room. I charge my phone in my office. It doesn't leave my office a lot. And yeah, setting setting a new habit and practicing it and really choosing to embody this future version of you. So that is number four. When we are working towards future you, be very, very mindful of the old version of self-lingering and any habits that might be showing up to self-sabotage. When you do become aware of them, then choosing again, setting some boundaries and making a bit of a plan of attack to begin to embody the future you beliefs and practices instead. Okay, we are down to number five, last one. I love this one so much. And I need to remind myself of this just as much as everyone else does too. And that is to zoom out. Number five, my fifth secret I'm sharing with you that I share with my private one-on-one clients is to zoom out. We can get so fixated on what is happening right in front of us, right in front of us, that we we forget about the bigger picture. We forget that there is a tomorrow. We forget that there's a different choice. We forget that there are other things at play beyond what we can see just right in front of us. So if you can remember in these situations, which I know is quite tricky, to zoom out, witness yourself. So if you can imagine, imagine in your mind's eye, zooming out. So for example, I'm sitting here with my microphone, my laptop at my desk. I would close my eyes and I would zoom out and I'd imagine like just floating above or even beyond my house and look at everything that's happening and being like, whoa, okay, cool. So it's actually just me in my office right now. And I can see all of these other things taking shape and coming into my field as well. And as well as zooming out, getting curious and getting playful. So let me think of an example to use here. Say something isn't going well for you. Something isn't going well for you. Maybe let's say that you have started a new job and it doesn't feel good and it doesn't feel aligned and you're kind of questioning everything and it's just sitting there right in front of you and you are just like oh my goodness what is going on why am I here and it's the only thing you can think about the only thing you can think about if you zoom out you can see yourself in a situation that yes you are in right now but by getting curious and playful you get to ask questions you get to think okay Are there other things I can be doing in this position right now to make it feel more aligned? Is there anything that I am missing? Are there other places and job positions that I can be applying for if this really isn't for me? Is there someone I can talk to about this? 
what would happen if I showed up to work with this suggestion and had this conversation with this person? I wonder how that might play out. So zooming out, asking the questions, witnessing yourself. So instead of being in it, witnessing yourself, being in it and looking from above and getting curious and playful. And I come back to this a lot. I invite my clients to come back to this a lot when they are in, you know, just one of those situations where it's going around and around and around in your head. Another example that comes to mind is relationships and getting really curious in terms of, okay, well, what would happen if I changed the way I'm showing up? You know, instead of being really fixated on your partner or your friend or whoever it is and you know, either getting resentful or frustrated or whatever it is with them. And it's just so, you're so fixated on it. And you're like, oh my goodness, I like, I can't deal with this. Stepping back, zooming out, getting curious. Okay, well, what if I changed the way I was showing up? And I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to see if that has an impact on how my partner's showing up or how my friend's showing up. And have a play. You get to play. This is the freaking game of life we're in right now. It doesn't have to be serious all the time. We get to play. And when you can come to life and show up with life and experience life with curiosity, by witnessing yourself instead of being in the thick of it, zooming out and having this playful energy in all moments, it's so much easier And it gets to be fun and you get to see the different possibilities in front of you because there is always a way forward. And sometimes the way forward isn't the one we have always perceived that it might be. And that's another beautiful way of looking at zooming out as well. You know, when you zoom out, you can see, you can see different paths. You can see different roads that you might travel down. You can see different decisions you might make instead of just being within and having whatever it is staring at you right in the face you get to zoom out and see what else is there all right that was my top five secrets to create and experience a magical life that I usually share with my private one-on-one clients when I'm working with them I really really hope that you took something away from this please reach out and let me know if you are choosing to integrate or embody any of it. Tag me your thoughts on Instagram stories at Bridget Patton, or even if you do any of this, I'd love for you to tag me, you know, tag a photo of your monthly intentions or your soul list or your I am choosing journaling and let me know how it goes. I love being here, supporting you, creating space. And if you want to continue diving into practices and rituals and tools for your toolkit with me, the Soul Room, my three-month online journey, all about reconnecting to yourself, to your truth, to your intuition, to Mother Earth, is now open for enrollments. In fact, we will have, when this episode goes live there will be three days left to enroll and I'm really really excited for this round this fifth round of the soul room so if you enjoyed this podcast episode or in any of my potty episodes I invite you to feel into the soul room it is one magical space where we cultivate a beautiful sisterhood come together as women we explore all different ways to connect to ourselves 
we create visions, we get really clear on our desires and we learn how to lead from our heart and lead from our own inner guidance. It is such a beautiful space to be in, to be able to facilitate and be able to connect with so many like-minded women. I'd love to have you there. So if it's calling you, if you're interested, definitely check out the link. I will leave a link in the show notes to the Soul Room enrollment page. There's also highlights on my Instagram page, the Soul Room chats, the Soul Room 101. And even if you just feel into my posts, feel into the magic of my energy, of everything I put out online. And if, if it's calling you, I'd love to have you in there. All right, beautiful. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I invite you to take any of the information or energy you've connected with in today's episode and ground it into your lifestyle to create even more magic, fulfillment and freedom in your everyday. I would be incredibly grateful if you took a few minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes, subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me in any shares or screenshots on Instagram so I can send some love straight back to you. Thank you so much for being here with me. Have a beautiful day and I can't wait to connect with you again soon.